What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with my lovely, sexy, most better half, wife, best friend in the world. Kendra Jennison. She wanted me to keep going. She Dang, likes that's what I'm talking about right there. Damn, that could be Damn. doing it. That was quick. It's nice. So, we're sitting on this stage right now. Maybe they can tell, maybe they can't. I can't see on the other side of the camera. And we just got done... We didn't just get done. We are on day two of the comeback experience, which since a lot of the men listen to this, who listen to this thing, are guys on my internal part of the program, I'm going to use this as a chance and an opportunity to upsell you. It's a three-day event that we do here live in person in uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin as of now, and then they will travel to wherever I'm at in the future. But um, these things are meant to have the intention of getting a man to really wake up and solidify and stamp the his comeback by understanding that he never needs to be afraid of himself to go back. So I'm going to leave it at that. But why I'm saying that is cool is because we wrapped it up with a presentation by you. A relationship presentation. A relationship presentation. Yeah. <clears throat> and you mentioned that you are going to start, which I've kind of talked a little bit about, but you're going to start coaching with me in the Alliance, which is another program we have in the yep. Disciples and even in some, some of my one-on-one stuff. So yeah. it's going to be really cool because um, – I think it's going to bring a new dynamic to the to, to the company. Couldn't agree but, more. But most importantly, to the movement, right? Because what's going to happen now is we're going to have some cheerleaders because the wives are going to be excited about their, their husbands doing their thing and change their lives and making better decisions and being a better husband and better father and all that. So I think this thing's going to rapidly grow. But what I wanted to talk about, you, you had five commands yeah. that you were talking mm-hmm. That you you told these guys, and we're going to kind of break through them. Um, not all of them, but we'll just touch on the ones that I think were very important. And it was cascading the future was was one. Yep. Right. And, and we talk most. We talk a lot about that a lot. And I don't want you to tell the story that you just told about it. But I want to talk the importance of the cascade. Yeah, I truly believe that's the most integral piece in in a relationship for the gentleman to do as the leader, as a visionary, as the man of the family if you will to cast the future the vision paint let's, the let's picture. play let's play a different angle out yeah back up 2019 everyone well not everybody most people know the conversation of you and i sitting or you up crying in the hotel room in southern california wah, 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 because you get to uh go credit card shopping anyways that was not why i was crying i'm just kidding you're you're missing me but what could i have done better we've never actually had that conversation right yeah. so what could i have done better so it wasn't until then until i cascaded the future and for those yeah. of you men and women <clears throat> who are listening to this thing uh, cascading the future is basically it's what it sounds like i'm cascading the future to her vision i'm creating it for her. I'm, I'm explaining it to her it's on paper it's in my mind it's on a vision board it's it's in magazines it's on instagram and she's seeing and feeling this this hunger and this desire for her life and lust and love and sex and power and money and all the cool things i'm about she's able to see it however i failed miserably <clears throat> and to be to be fair though i was you know i was just building a lot of things and learning about how to be a man in a relationship yeah we were st- we were definitely in a growth period for sure i mean everything like for in our last episode that we talked about we talked about how rapidly we went through everything it was like so rapidly that we had to kind of backtrack sometimes and be like whoa okay uh i gotta navigate through this here girl i can't just and so i thought that was really important so rapidly that a lot of people in the comments were saying <laughs> three years four years talk to me in 27 
just a bunch of, I, was, I read, I'm like, dude, what are you doing reading these things? Because yeah, you can never do that. Well, I was looking at, it, I'm like, they're like, what do these people know in four years, five years? I'm married for 27 years and I'm miserable. My husband's a prick. Well, dude, you're fucking miserable. <laughs> like you, it's probably not even your I husband's I might fault. know a little bit more than you think right, there, guy. Like, you fucking suck. Well, like, that's neither here nor there. That Those gentlemen, those people that speak that. But I didn't do a great job of cascading the future because honestly, the cascading the future didn't really exist until that time because I didn't have a woman to cascade it to. True. Um, and actually- I want to put some of it back on myself too. I never, even though we were, you're building this like massive business, you have this like obsessive personality where you were like, this is where I'm going. This is what I got to do. I'd never been with anybody like that. I loved it. I was attracted to it. It's incredible. However, I never, and I didn't know, I didn't know where I fit into your life because I'm not like that. I I wasn't like that. Right. I wasn't entrepreneurial spirited. I didn't, wasn't sitting up all night thinking all these like business ideas and how I'm going to change the world. I just, I didn't know what I didn't know. I know that sounds kind of silly, but I just didn't know. And I didn't know where I fit into your life. I didn't know what value I was, I could add. I wanted to so badly because I was so sold on you and, and just how you spoke and the way you carried yourself and you were just so passionate. And I was like, I want that. I want to, I want to be a part of that. I'm not like that. Like I'm not built like him, but I want to be a part of it. I didn't know how. Anyways, I want to put it back in myself because I never really, I really, I never came straight out and bluntly said, I want to help you. How can I help? Where do I fit in this? Yeah, that, that, I'll let you talk, but that's something you do really good now. I do it super like probably well now. Multiple times a day yeah. sometimes, right? Like, yeah. hey, what can I do to help you? It's, so go ahead. But back then, I guess I just... Maybe it was just because we were new. I didn't want to overstep. I didn't want you to feel like I wanted to distract you from building a big business. I didn't want to take away from that, you know? So I was just, it was just, I was. So what could I have done? So I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. It's right. not your fault. I don't, I don't no, put I know, that but, on you. But I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about men and women right now who've been in a relationship for 20 years or guys and girls. A lot of the, a lot of the people that actually, cause you're young, I'm old as balls and like, but they see you on there. So they follow. They're in like fresh, newer relationships. Sure. Right? And there's a lot of entrepreneurs, seems like men and women that both want to like make money and do some cool stuff. So, um, but I miss the boat. So what could I have done better? That's the answer I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think. Where could I have paid attention? What was I missing? Because you know me, I want to take ownership and everything. Yeah, I know. And so do I. So it makes it difficult for both of us. But I, if I had to pinpoint one thing, I would say you were so sold and you already knew that you had to be a massive leader for your movement for I'm a comeback. You knew that. I just don't think you thought about being a leader to your family. I think it was just, I, I just don't think you were just like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. This is my wife. These are my kids. Like we just mesh and that's it. Like, blah, we're just there. You're like, I got like going I, along for the ride. Yeah. I got to do what I got to do, which is my business and this, but this is what Kendra's got to do. She stays with the kids. And it was just, we were just there. I was looking for someone to lead me. I was looking for you to lead me and I wanted to help. I wanted to, I wanted to be a part of it. Like I said, um, I just didn't know how. And I know that sounds silly and I was supporting you and I was, um, you know, I was so supportive and I was doing all these things that I thought were aiding to bringing, I am a comeback to, to fruition, but I wanted more, I wanted to help you more. And I wanted to feel like I was an asset to your life. I, I was adding value. 
I didn't so, just want to sit on the sidelines and let you work. We'll just talk about the top three commands, the top three keys that you just mentioned in your speech. It was five of them. We're really going to touch base on three. Yeah. Number one was <clears throat> casting the future. Casting the future. Number two was unwavering support and right? growth and growth. And number three was communication. Yes. And they're all kind of entwined a little bit, right? The way that they work, because you can't have one without the other. The main one, even though it's third, I don't know if it's meant to be work third in your in your presentation or if yep. they were just in if they were in order of importance. I always like to do one, 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 one. Like I always think yeah, everything is everything the same. is important. Every single thing is important, so I don't give it a one, two, three, five, ten, right? But I was I was thinking about growth and support. And one of the things you said to me the other day was like and actually Ryan and I had a conversation about the podcast, like how do we keep it fresh and how do we, how do we make sure that the content we're putting out is not just the same shit being talked about over and over and over and over. Yeah. And it, I thought about that and I'm like, dude, how do we do that? It's not just in, it's not just in this, this podcast, it's in our relationship. It's in parenting. It's in myself. It's in the, the, the dynamic of building this business. You have to grow. Yeah. You have to grow. You have to. And I think if you talk about levels of growth in the command, understanding that grow, growing and supporting one another is as integral as a piece as it is, why do you think I wasn't willing? I'm putting myself on the spot. Why sure. do you think I wasn't willing or didn't know how to talk back to you to cast to cascade that future to you, to, to sell that future to you? But I was I didn't know how to do that. Like I wasn't able to see that growth. What do you think? Sure. What do you think that? What do you think about that? I think that it, it, in large part was the newness of our relationship. I think that you had never been with a woman who was okay with um, very straightforward communication. I think that you were so used to, in some ways, like tiptoeing around what you were looking for and what you wanted that you weren't sure how to approach that instead of just being like, "Hey, I want to fucking." grow massively. This is what I need from you. You know, that's what we do now. That is clear cut, concise communication. There is no, there is no room for, Oh wait, what did he mean? Like, there's just no room for that. Um, so I think in large part at the beginning of our relationship, you were kind of scared to be that con confront, confront about your, uh, what we wanted. Yeah. I didn't know how you didn't know how. Yeah. You thought that maybe if you said that, I would think that I don't know. I don't know what you were. I didn't even think honestly. it was about you. I think it was, I've never seen a man act like that. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's in large part. That's so true. That's your, how, how you're bringing up your raising. Like um, when I think about the way that I saw a man treat a woman, like they went out and you fucking, they worked all day or did what they did or cheated or ran around or whatever the fuck sure. was going on. And the woman didn't matter. Yeah. And to some degree, like I had to change. That. That's one of the things I changed about myself mm -hmm. was that like you had to matter because it's, it's not that it would, I didn't think about you or don't think about you, but like I needed to make you a priority yeah. inside of it. And then, yeah. But I think that was a big deal, right? Especially, like I said, because we were pretty new in our relationship. It wasn't something that you just felt comfortable being like, well, <laughs> I need you to do this. You know, I don't know. Maybe that was a big part of it. I or or I just, you know, <clears throat> because I do things so long. I'm sorry. I do things so much on my own that I'm just like a legit lone wolf because that's one of the things where I struggle with. Yeah, you like, definitely do. I'm just do. like, I'm fucking lone wolf even with you. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah, I love you but I don't need you with my team sometimes. Yeah, I love you guys but I don't need you. That's a great point. Yeah, I never thought about that but on large, yeah, another part was probably because you were like, well, I don't really need her. I'm going to do it with or without her. 
right? And it wasn't until I presented you and I was crying and I was like, I want to help you. I want to be a part of this. Like, I don't just want to sit along for the ride. I want to learn. I want to grow with you. And you were like, oh, shoot. Talk about some of your growth, right? The third one is communication. So we don't need to touch base on that, right? Yeah. Like it's communication is key. I think it's more than just talking. It's touching. It's feeling. It's, it's, there's many different levels of communication for sure. Communicate. Um, but talk about some of your growth as a woman from when we met, like, cause you are, you're different, right? Like I could, I could get the OG hoes right here. (laughs) I could get them on here and like the Kendra that. I started dating is not the Kendra that I'm married to right now. Right. And they might not say that, but you're different. And it, I, it's a different that I enjoy being. I'm so proud of who I am and who I'm becoming. And I love that I'm learning and I'm expanding my mind. And on lar- that is all because of you, truthfully. And yeah, I hope you know that because I never would have known what existed outside of the world if you hadn't come into my life. But it's so weird for me to answer that because I still feel like I'm like same, the same old Kendra. I think it's actually sometimes hard on you to change. Like you've changed and I think you get kind of caught in this, like, I, do. I don't really want to change. Cause I like, I like, I like shopping me. over here. I like me. I like shopping over here at, uh, what's that place called? The second answer. Good. Uh, oh, Goodwill. 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 Right. <laughs> I, I like shopping at Goodwill, but over here you might like these fucking $3,000 shoes or something like that, but you don't necessarily want to buy that. these or wear these. So you're going to stop. Like, I feel like that dichotomy of that pull because you know, I'm not saying that you're, you're trash. That's not what I'm starting to say. Right. <laughs> but like, what I went up with that post out another one man's, oh one man's trash, another man's treasure, some shit like that. Um, I'm not saying you're trash. I'm, what I'm saying is that like you were learned to live, this life that was afforded to you that was very simple. And I'm not just talking about the things I'm talking about everything with as far as growth. I mean, I look at the girls, like they don't know when I met them, they're wearing some, not, and there's nothing wrong with this, right? Wearing the Walmart shoes and these like two, three I think, shoes. I think I know where you're going with this. So there's, there's many different parts where I have developed massively. One is how I viewed money. Sure which is a very, I grew up my entire life, middle class. I I had a fantastic childhood. Fantastic. I never had to worry for money. My parents- You had a scarcity. But I was going to say, growing up my entire life, I grew up with, we never talk about money. It was like disrespectful to to ask my parents about like money. It was disrespectful to even talk about money. Um, you, You make money, you go to work and you save and you save and you do smart things and you never- you just save, like you save for emergencies, Kendra, you save because this is going to happen and you need to be able to pay for it. And it was just a very scarce mindset. So even still, I'm still breaking through a lot of those beliefs now. Um, it's hard for me. Every level though, like even, even so, where I'm at. Yeah. So money was, is the money mindset was a definite big one for me. I have no problems now talking um, to people about money. I find, I find it interesting. I find it intriguing that so many people are shameful to talk about money. Like it's some big scary thing to talk about. Um, I grew up that way and now breaking out of that and seeing things from a different perspective where I'm like, no, if somebody would have just talked to me about money and talked to me about where I can put it and how I can handle it and what I can do, how it can grow, how it can can grow, how it's a tool. I would have been, I wouldn't have been as dirt poor as I was when I was in my 18, 19, like, it's just a, it was just a whole other way of thinking. So money was a definite big one. Um, self-development was another huge one for me. I was going to just say in your confidence, my confidence. Oh my goodness. So I, I love that I am 
about myself that I, uh, I'm very bubbly. I'm very free spirited. I, you know, I love that about myself, but I was always so fearful of what other people thought about me. I was always, I always wanted people to like me. I wanted to make sure that nobody could ever have a bad thing to say about me. I played everything very you safe. Did. When we first started dating, you were yes. like, I'm just not, I'm so nice. Everyone loves me. I'm Kendra. And I liked that about myself. Then However, you know. I didn't realize, I didn't realize how much of my true authentic self I was holding back by being that way. You were, you were holding a version of yourself hostage that you really wanted to be. Yeah. It's, and so that was a massive growth for me. I'm still very kind and I'm still very, you know, however, I, I'm, I feel way more confidently to speak freely and speak my mind, even though it might start a confrontation or that someone might disagree. Me before, I was like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to say anything. Like it's better to just say nothing and be quiet and have a, you know, fake conversation with myself about how it could have went in the shower and call it good. You know, like that was me. Um, so definitely with that, I huge levels up with that. My, my, my parent skills, my, my mothering, um, another massive, huge growth. I've always loved being a mom. It was the greatest gift that's ever happened to me. But I once again, I was a young mom, very young mom. I had Jade at 21, Bailey at 23. And so my whole life was just keeping my head above water. And I don't, you know, so just being able to truly be the mom I want to be. And now where it's getting where our kids are older, where I have to instill life lessons in them and everything that I do, you know, I'm very intentional with my parenting, everything, even if the kids see something on TV or whatever, I try to make it a life lesson. Um, and I'm able to do that because I don't have all these other stresses in my life because I'm like, this is my main focus, being a great wife, being a great mom. So that is a big deal. Um, yeah. And I think just really, levels to me as I get older and I'm experiencing more, I just like who I'm becoming. I like that I get so many opportunities in my life. And that is in large part because of you, obviously, if I never would have met you, there is no, there is no questions. I wouldn't be where I am. And I'm just so grateful for that, obviously. Um, but yeah, what's really fun is just, <coughs> it's kind of fun to sit back and reflect on that. I don't really think about that. Cause like I said, to me, we've I'm done, still same old Kendra. We've done more in four or five years than most people do in a lifetime. I'm not saying that to be rude. It's just because I'm so hyper obsessed with growth. Yeah. Growing my company, growing, ultimately growing myself. Yes, for sure. Right. Growing my mission, growing my wife, growing my kids, growing my money, growing my mindset, just growing fucking everything. And I love that. That's actually, it's actually my favorite, one of my favorite, there's so many favorite parts of our relationship, but that's definitely one of my favorites is our continue. Like we're just continuously like, and especially you kind of, it's got to be hard forcing to, me right, I was gonna yeah. say, living with an obsessed person mm-hmm. is probably not the easiest task at hand. It's not the easiest task. And I would, I would, I literally, it's either shit or get off the pot. Right. So well, how about this week? Right. Things weren't going the way that I want them in the company. What was it? I don't know what it was Wednesday, Thursday, some yeah. shit threw me off. And I told you, Hey, like I literally said, I'm starting my day now at 4am. Yeah. And what have I been doing all week? I'm getting up at 4am going to going all day it's till nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And I just, I'm not ever going to get up at 4 a.m. unless I have to. But, you know, it's just, that's just part of the, the obsessive. I don't just get up at 4. I fucking go right to work. You literally go to work. Right. Um, but going back to what we were talking about, I guess, is just, yeah. I. Are you proud of your change? I'm so proud of my change. Who I, do you, who? I love who I'm becoming. 
I was going to ask, who do you think Kendra's going? I, we, we talk about this all the time, right? Because we spend a lot of time future casting and f- forecasting. Like, I know that we're going to have the burrito shop with the surfboards, surfboards and coffee. And like, that's, that's, that's like my, that's my dream. My goal It's going to be fun and no pressure and just fucking enjoy it. But like, aside from that thing, like you ever just sit and look and think about like how you get to be a grandma? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I want to be the coolest grandma. I just am so proud of us, I guess. Definitely of you. Have like having you so proud of watching you. But I'm really proud of me. I'm just proud of us. Like who we're becoming. And and what's really cool as we get older and as we navigate through life in this journey together, we just become more and more of exactly who we want to be, unapologetic about it. And it's so freeing, it's so fun. And knowing that I have you by my side and you have me and it's like, dang, we're just like doing life together. We got to go get the kids here in a couple of minutes. So I got, Speaking I got, of life, yeah. we have to go <laughs> get, get the kids. kids getting basketball, but uh, both kids got basketball, same place, same times, two different towns right now. Don't know how I'm going to pull it off, but to make it happen um, real quick. Mark 2018 versus Mark 2023. What are the changes in me? Oh my gosh. Aside from the fact that I went in looking like a young soldier and I look like an old, withered, braveheart Mel fucking Gibson now. So I'm completely obsessed with that look, as you know. But truthfully, I think the way you carry yourself, the way you speak is a lot um, more Am I more a better artic- speaker now? Yes. Like you just heard me speak at this mm-hmm. event right now. Mm-hmm. How was that versus? It's way more articulated. It's way more thought out. It's way softer. I mean, you're a very in, in, uh, intense human being as it is. And sometimes you get so caught up when you're speaking that things don't just flow because you have so much going on in your brain. You know, you told me one time that your brain is just like all the time and fast forward. Like how do you spit out words when your brain is in constant it's fast difficult. forward? But you've just really slowed down. You've articulated, you've mastered the craft of your craft of speaking, you know, I'm a comeback. So that's been really fun for me to watch. Um, I love watching you love yourself more. That's a very big deal. Even hearing you say things like you're proud. When I first met you, it was, I was like afraid to give you compliments because everything was always like deflected. You know, you never wanted to accept it. You're always just like, well, blah, blah. I noticed, like, I noticed that about even in, <clears throat> even guys in the program, they're like, yo, I know you don't like appreciation and compliments. And I'm like, damn, I can't believe I really. You're just very hard to the yeah. world. And so I, uh, watching you get older and watching you become more yourself and loving who you are and loving yourself, um, you're definitely opening up more which is really nice to see. It was actually one of the hardest parts of our relationship, like going for me personally, which isn't a big part why you hired your mentor. Um, I didn't, I just, you felt so, it was like you were so scared to like rip apart this shell because then people would see the real you and you're afraid they wouldn't like it. Only to find out that I that's exactly who people like yeah, to see. Yeah, I don't see. know that it, if it was that I was worried about them not liking it or if or I was you. worried about me not liking right. it. Right, and I think as soon as you, yeah, great point. And as soon as you like started peeling apart that shell, it's like you're really becoming who you want to become. And it's watching, like I said, watching you love yourself, it makes me love you more. And you're just, yeah, I think those are huge, huge things. Um Watching you be a, a dad is my favorite thing too. 
those kids freaking love you. So I'm going to tie this back into, they do love me and they're probably going to be upset if I don't get there in a couple minutes, but I'm going to tie this back into cascading the future, right? Painting the picture of the vision for the future. We are living right now and where I told you we would be in 2018, Mm -hmm. 2019. Yep. I think... I think it was when Ryan first came on because he's listened to some of the podcast, some of the YouTube stuff. I, I called this out. Yeah. Like I literally have said everything I'm going to do. I do it. And the reason I brought that back on here is because it's important, especially if you're a husband, father, man, leader, woman, whatever. If you're somebody who says you're going to do something, you should fucking do it. And if you tell Absolutely. someone else you're going to do it, because I, I was thinking about even with drinking, I, I mentioned it in the program today or in the Experience. event today. The reason that I didn't wouldn't say I was going to quit drinking was because once I said it, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Long before I lived by the stop fucking lying code, I knew that if I said something, I had to fucking do it. Sure. So even if it was like, I'm going to fucking punch that guy. Well, I'm gonna, I have you to know, you have to go punch him. Right? Sure. Like, it was that literal. Mm-hmm. So I would refrain from, from that. One of the biggest things I've done for all of us in, in this company, for me, for you, our kids, is that I literally painted this picture and I realized the world and everything that I want is completely up to me to provide for you. And it empowers me so much to just know and believe like, damn dude, you're capable of so much. And then when you got the woman by your side and the team, as they're doing stuff around here while we're doing this and just in a really good, peaceful place today. So a lot of gratitude, right? A lot there. of gratitude today. A lot of tired today. This might not have been my most energetic one, but I've been rocking and rolling. It's all right. It's good. So do you have any parting words you want to say with peace, love, and light? Peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light. I'm, uh, that's Kendra. That's my wife. <laughs> now that's it for today's episode of the Comeback Couples podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care.